Welcome to The Forecast, uh, episode 139. The Forecast is a bi-weekly podcast, produced, streamed, and sometimes released on Thursdays. We are a community of people who love exploring and discussing all kinds of things from video games and board games to film and TV to our everyday life experiences. If you'd like to know more about what we do, you can follow us at facebook.com forward slash the horizon FB, or you can come hang out on our Discord channel, or you can check out our website at wearethehorizon.com. Uh, we have a ton of original content for you to browse through there. Additionally, everything we talk about is in our cast notes, which is pushed out to whatever podcasting app you are using. I am Aaron with a really just scraggly voice today. So I'm drinking some throat coat. This is a real freaking thing. It is an actual tea. Don't think throat it's like coat. a sex thing. Alex, for some reason, relates it to that. I don't know why he would go there. Because it's, it's like a sex thing. I don't mm. think it's like a sex thing. Anyway, I'm Aaron, joined by a couple additional people. Owen. Hi. Hello, guys. Gals and non-binary pals. Alex. Sa. Chad Samberger. Got him off guard. I, just out of curiosity, have you ever, like, when you're sick, just drank, like, tea with maybe, like, two shots of whiskey? And some no. Honey? I mean, with honey, definitely, but never with two honey. shots of whiskey. I, so. Let me tell you what. Tea, two shots of whiskey, honey. And you, the next day, you're going to wake up, and you'll be chipper. All right. All right. Okay. <laughs> so is that what a hot toddy is? Which? Yes. That's a hot yeah. toddy. It's a thing. Yeah, hot uh, toddy. Yep. Yeah, hot toddy. Delicious. Hot toddies are great. Caleb. That's me. And Jake. Hello, everyone. Hi. Happy to be here. Oh, that's Aww. awesome. All right. Uh, let's get started with Owen moving his mic about four and a half inches away from his <laughs> mouth so it doesn't gain like so crazy today. I don't know why it's going nuts, Owen, but it's okay. uh, I'm, it's feeling crazy. It's feeling like you're just popping off over there. Are you re- are you really excited about 24 hour stream? Planning? I'm extremely excited about the 24 hour stream. <laughs> I not. can tell. I can tell. Uh, let's start with a rant from Jake. It's not okay. It's not a rant. It's not a rant. This is just oh. this is like a news thing that I saw and I thought would be fun. I'm gonna post a link to it in our chat. Uh, so we finally, we're going to cure COVID because Razor finally put out a COVID mask. Yes. Oh, shoot. It's got RGB as you would expect. No, it does freaking not. Are you oh, serious? Sure does. I, sure what does. I really want to do is I want us, since this is an audio medium primarily, I want us to take turns describing it. <laughs> mm. uh, so for me, right, this is like if Bane got really into clubbing, <laughs> like in his teenage years. That's what this feels like to me. Uh, to me, it's like if you crossed um, street art with like EDM and you really want to be in the middle of both of those cultures. Mm. Boom. Here you are. I like him. It's like <laughs> exclusion <laughs> zone Russia with like cyberpunk 2077. Oh, Cy- okay. Cyberpunk 2077 like wishes that they had masks this fucking cool. <laughs> I'm sure they'll be adding it, I'm sure, because everyone yeah. still loves Cyberpunk. Everyone's still oh playing it, gosh. everyone's still talking about when it. The game, when the game finally releases, yeah. Uh, yeah. they'll have it in it. When you scroll down the page and see the second picture and you see how cool that guy looks, you just want to buy one instantly. <laughs> I mean, for sure, for sure. It's oh. legitimately it literally a Mortal Kombat mask, Cyberpunk like Sub-Zero. 2077 cosplay needs. Yeah. I was gonna no, say it does not. It does. Get out it of does. here, Razor. Ugh. Sub-Zero. Hmm. Yeah, so, so it's like, a, it's like a, uh, a raving, like, Sub-Zero, what is it, Scor- uh, Scorpio? Is there, like, Viper or something like that? Scorpion. Um, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, those, those, Shredder. uh... Shredder. Yeah. 
Well, it's it's yeah, it's like a version of that. You know what I mean? Honestly, if those could just be like little spinning records on the side where the ventilators are, you could totally turn it into a turntable. True. They reference a Morton Joe in this article, which is the villain from Mad Max. You remember what that guy looks like? Can we also mention that this thing comes with a special edition with 99 days of filters for $150? Because, of course, who's going to wear this in public? Only the coolest people. I think we should all get one. Honestly, if we weren't all donating all of our money to Extra Life, I know each and every one of us would be buying one of these. Well, I think because we're a a news reporting podcast and, you know, we have to stay up with the times. One of us needs to buy this and review it. I think we should get Razor to send us each one to review it. I mean, they do listen to this podcast. So listen, Razor, since you're out there, I will only say nice things about your (laughs) horrendous face mask. (laughs) You know, when they first announced it, it was supposed to have a voice amplifier built into it. But apparently they scrapped that. Yeah. I can't I was believe trying to look for that. it. Yeah. Only right. if it was like, only if it was like digitized. Like I can't have it be like my regular <laughs> voice, but if it's a little bit over the top, yeah. Like if it I'm actually a... did the Bane voice. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, hundred mm. percent. I would have bought that a is long it, time ago. Isn't there a microphone in it in order for it to actually send? There, there was supposed to be, but there's not now. Yeah, it's uh, not in there. They yeah. took it out. I do kind of like that. That it's see-through, so you can see the person's mouth. I don't. It looks so dumb. I mean, it looks very <laughs> dumb, but it's actually an issue with face masks. Yeah. yeah. Well, How, like, I appreciate that, that up, much of it. It probably does fog up almost immediately. Like, huh? right. Instantly, right? Yeah. yeah. There's no way people actually can see your mouth. Oh, Just, man. I love the decision Honestly, to put I... green lights pointing at your mouth so your mouth <laughs> is lit up. Yeah. It's still so ugly at nighttime, you can see the person's mouth and nothing else. Just like a glowing <laughs> mouth. Okay, but like, haven't you, as somebody who wears a mask, gotten like uh, good at smiling with just your eyes and not not your mouth to where you're about to wear this and you'll have that same issue where you're just like you'll you'll do the eye yeah. thing, but then <laughs> you won't do the smile thing, and they'll be like, "What is he? What going on with this person?" To be fair, the All good I- news is with this mask, nobody's gonna pay attention to anything other than this mask, <laughs> <laughs> right? I, you um, know, for me, at, like as an adult, this is the, one of the first times in my life I've been able to stick my tongue out at people without them knowing. So this <laughs> totally defeats that purpose. Have you ever done that? As oh yeah, dude. You know how many do people? Just, nobody knows. You're just like, do you just <laughs> like the inside of your mask? Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like your mask is just gross. All right. It is so unpleasant. I mean, I just slobber so much anyways when I talk, so oh, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's just, it's just wow. soaked in there because it's, uh, be, it's all this throat God. coat. That's the problem. <laughs> because of the fact that you know your uh, mouth is covered with these masks and things, I've uh, in COVID started doing this a lot more. The little like shun finger. For, for the uh, the listening audience, Owen is stroking one of his pointer fingers with his other pointer finger. Yeah, you know, it's like the shun thing. You never did this when you were younger? You'd be like, ooh. Yeah. That's a, it's a common yeah. hand gesture. Sure, sure. We got to bring that back. We got to use that more often. <laughs> I'm happy to report that the Razor site has an AR filter so you can see how this mask would look on yourself. Excellent. No. Oh Let me never gosh. I really need them to invest in like um, RGB Invisalign, so then you can put them on your teeth and then wear this mask <laughs> and then just smile and it's just RGB everywhere. It's like a fucking yes. disco in your mouth. And then at some point, somebody else releases like the non-RGB version of this and it's just a normal mask and they're like, oh, we're going back to the basics and it's just a black mask. <laughs> it's time for black and white. Go RGB free, baby. It's going to happen. Church. 
Gunner shirts. <laughs> Oh, uh, all right. Let's go to what have you been playing lately? And we're starting with Alex. And for the first time in his forecast career, there is literally nothing behind his name. It is Alex with a dash and then a blank space like he's been playing nothing. That seems wrong. That seems right? not correct. Can we all just take a moment of silence for Alex here? Because I, <laughs> I'm concerned. I can't take a moment of silence because that's his uh, his thing. Oh, and, that's and true. We, can't do that. we already did a we ramp. So. That's right. We can't take it from him. All I, right. I, I don't have anything unique that nobody else has listed. And also, I, basically, my video game has been watching the international. So mm. we could talk about that for half a second. Tell yeah. us about your experience of watching the international. It's a lot of Dota. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hours upon hours per day. Yeah. It's also very good. Yeah. How, how many do you think you're going to watch in total? Once you're done with it, or are you done with it? We're not we're done not, yet. We're not done. Okay. We're on to Saturday. Um, we have about uh, five games from Saturday, and then another eight games on Sunday that we have to watch. That's like twelve more hours of Dota, maybe uh, more. No, most games actually end. This this Dota is like or this TI is like most games are ending between like twenty five and forty five minutes. Oh, There's not okay. a lot of really long games. Um. <laughs> I don't know if it's just because like XP game is, is quick, but game's pretty quick. I love I love how you say forty five minutes isn't that long. <laughs> and I know and I know that you mean in Dota terms that is fairly short. But to me, any game that I play that's forty five minutes, I'm like that seems like a <laughs> lot of goddamn time, man. I mean, it's a commitment. But in past in past TIs, we've definitely had games that went an hour and a half, almost two hours. Yeah. Um, Wait, hang on so- a sec. Don't you play Civ, Owen? Huh. That's, that's true. like a week long game minimum. <laughs> I, I do occasionally fuck around in Civ. All right, Alex. Well, I'm going to skip over you as long as that's okay if you have nothing else you want to say. I'm going to give you a second in case you need to say something. We're here for you. Um... <laughs> okay. He's thinking about All right. it. Moving on. I will go next. I'm not uh, clever enough to come up with something cool to say. Alex and I and Derek, Derek played a little World War Z aftermath. Which is like a less good back for blood. Um, oh. Hopefully, he's listening right now. Uh, is this the second World War Z game? It's the same game it's, with like some yeah, DLC in it. Same game. It's like okay. a re-release. So we bought it. Uh, we played on easiest difficulty because that's what it says. Just like level zero to five, you're supposed to play on that difficulty. It's the same kind of premise. It's four players. You're picking from a group of people that have special abilities, and then you picking up weapons as you go, and you have like mission based things. Uh, and you're kind of working your way from, not necessarily safe room to safe room, but from one end to the other of a map and sort of accomplishing objectives, kind of like Left 4 Dead or Back 4 Blood. But the difference of this game is that instead of like a small amount of zombies being threatening, there's just thousands of zombies, and you're just mowing them down. We finished the second mission, and I think I had over 700 kills. Oh, wow. (laughs) Um, But they're not all coming at you. So instead of like everything being on the same level where you have zombies approaching you from all sides, this game has this sort of height based mechanic. I guess it's not really a mechanic. It's just level design where a lot of the main zombies are on one level and you sort of maneuver you maneuver yourself into a different level. So you're watching them crawl up a wall or scale a train or whatever. And so you're just standing above them and just mowing them down while they're trying to get to you. Like the movie, if you remember Just, the movie, yeah, yeah, like they're trying to like climb the, the great wall. Climbing, does it make yes. you feel like the Spider-Man? horde climbing was like the Very the real, like the only cool thing? In that movie. Yeah, <laughs> it may have been the only the cool thing in the game too. Um, 
No. <laughs> the game is, I think, built to be third person, but it literally has a switch. You can just go from third person to first person mode. It's just in the settings. Kind of weird. Um, one thing we did notice, and I, this may just be because we bought the Aftermath version, but we played the first round or the first mission. It was kind of hard. And then we went through and looked at gun customization, and there's a ton in this game. You can customize your reticles and your attachment, like everything. And then whatever you customize, that's the way the gun shows up when you pick it up in-game. But when you buy the Aftermath version, you just end, you just have all of these legendary version guns. So I just equipped <laughs> them all, every single one of them. And the first gun I picked up, I just mowed through zombies like it's not, I never got even touched yeah. on the second mission. They're so, all like fully kitted out weapons that would usually take you a long time to progress through the game to unlock all the pieces. You say to you. It's a uh, pay to win. You guys are paying <laughs> to win. I mean, we didn't really. I mean, I just bought the version of the game that includes this. I don't even. Can you I even think that's buy the, the base only game version anymore? of the game you can buy now? Yeah, I don't. I don't know if you can buy the other one. When you search it, it just comes. If you search World War Z, it just comes up with World War Z Aftermath. Period. Hmm. Anyway, it's actually not that bad of a game. It's it's cool. It literally is the same basic idea as a back for blood left for dead but like i said the the difference here is just the amount of zombies and the significantly less threat that they actually pose you're just kind of shooting so anyway um i don't know that i'm keeping it it's kind of fun but back for blood is just so much better which we'll get to in a minute let's move on to uh owen what have you been playing lately uh so i just wrapped up uh kenna and the bridge of spirits uh hmm. earlier today and it's a fantastic game really enjoyed it i you know i talked about it in the last cast but uh you know now that i've had enough time to play it fully i was really appreciative of the combat and just how you kind of get into a, like a wonderful flow state of just like okay i'm gonna whack this enemy here i'm gonna throw a bomb there i'm gonna arrow this person i'm gonna jump up dodge this person and like you just kind of get into a rhythm uh of like how to defeat all of the different enemies and it just kind of felt a lot of fun uh it's also just gorgeous great story probably one of my top picks for game of the year oh wow yeah, this this has been fantastic. I've really fallen in love with this game uh, in the past uh, two weeks. Uh, I've played a bunch of other games, but we're going to get to that later. <laughs> uh, how's the ending? Is the ending getting good? I really like the ending. I thought that the story that... I mean, like you kind of knew where the story was going, okay. um, but it didn't feel bad hitting those beats. <laughs> and you're just kind of like, okay, this is nice. This feels good. This is a fun thing. Um and so I had I enjoyed it. The boss battle at the end was extremely entertaining to do. Um, I I feel like the only complaints that I really had from it uh, was just that there are some enemies that you start fighting that they don't really explain what to do to fight them, and so it took me a lot of try and uh, trial and error just to figure out being like, oh, I'm supposed to do this, and then that makes them vulnerable, and I can do all of the other things I've been doing. And without having that kind of, like, hint, it kind of was just, like, frustrating for a little bit. This game looks like if, like, a whole bunch of people left Disney and then they wanted to turn Raya into a video game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't don't know if that's what it plays like or what the story's like, but that's what it looks like. The story has a lot to do with, like, spirits in the afterlife and, like, uh, you know, hanging on to 
things that are keeping them tethered to the world. Uh, there's a wonderful mm. story of um, love between two spirits. There's a wonderful story of family between others and leadership uh, on another one. Like it, it does a very good job of having a decent you know theme and story throughout uh, the entire thing. Plus, uh, the rot are just the most adorable goddamn things ever. So <laughs> cool. Uh, Caleb, let's move on to you. What have you been playing lately? Well, I have blasted through Metroid Dread, which is real good. Real solid? Yeah. It's, the it's just like a it's like 2D a two D. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And it is a whole lot of fun. It's got everything you want in that Metroidvania vein. Now, what uh did you play this on? You Switch, right? Well, I I did purchase it on Switch. <laughs> but it turns out it runs a lot better on an emulator. So ah. I played it on an emulator. Awesome. Now we could also, you know, have the nice headphones. You know, all do that the, good stuff. Do the 2D games have the the like mystery puzzle solving that like the Prime games do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I don't I think the the Prime games and the 2D games are incredibly similar other okay. than, you know, cuz they had a couple of 3D. They've had several other <laughs> 2D Metroid games, right? And I don't I don't think I've ever there's, played there's any a lot of them. them. Yeah. Well, I think they have like 8 or so. The only one I think I played, I played for all of like, I don't know, 10 minutes so that I could get that suit when you connect the controller to the, <laughs> or you connect it to that controller cord to the GameCube and you get that special suit. Oh yeah, dude. That's where it was at. Did I just date myself? I'm not that old, guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. So uh, they added but... the the mechanic of the enemy you can't kill in this game, right? Yeah. Yeah, the Emmys. That Which... is messing with me hard. <laughs> in my playthrough right now because it's tough or because you don't like it because i'm like having enough trouble trying to navigate the map Mm. and then on top of that if i'm in certain areas i can't take my time to figure out where i'm trying to go because there's a dude chasing me and i can't do anything about him i have to run away yeah so there's these there's these zones essentially where there's a patrolling enemy in it called an enemy an emmy that you can't kill normally you have to find a special upgrade to kill each one individually is that like the award Emmy or is that like uh, the meal? E dot M dot M dot I dot. Okay. Emmy. Jake, you're Can't muted. I have no idea what you're saying. I see your mouth. Yes. That is the worst name I've ever heard in my <laughs> entire life. <laughs> it stands for something. I don't remember what because it you, was said once. Are you sure it's not like S dot T dot A dot L dot K dot E dot R? Oh, geez. Like yeah. in this case, it's E dot M dot M dot I. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm just checking it. All right. uh, but there's these zones where, where there's a patrolling Emmy, and if it's relatively close to you, like it's on your radar, there's a little dot that keeps track of it. If it's that close to you, anytime you move, it will detect you and then start chasing you or start trying to find you. And as soon as it sees you, it just chases you until it grabs you and murders you. And you have like one chance to parry your way out of being murdered by it, which is incredibly difficult because the timing is like crazy tight. Yeah. You have to basically anticipate when it goes off. Did it a couple the, times, but the game like the game tells you that too. It's like it, it the tutorial's like you have a chance to do this, but you're probably not going to. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, so Emmy Emmy stands for oh, uh, extraplanetary multiform mobile identifier. So there, <laughs> there you go. Great. Okay. Cool. I love it. But yeah, you have to you have to navigate those areas really fast because once it spots you, you just got to sprint and get away from it, or you got to you know jump back and restart that whole area. So usually, 
I'll find a quick path through, and then I'll look back at the map and see where I need to really try to get to and like plan it out before I go back into an enemy zone. It, it, I, I really like them, actually, because it's the one time in the game that you feel vulnerable. Vulnerable, does... that's the word you want to choose? Yeah. Not like, I don't know, dread? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Got him. It's got a, it's got a, it's got a little bit of that. It does accomplish that feeling well. It's just kind of like I, I've several times like been at the edge of one of the areas, and then I just open the map. I'm like, all right, well, if I'm trying to go through here, I want to go straight, drop down, go right, go down again, and it's like I have to like think about the entire path I want to take through the area first, and then run and then, through it. And then you walk through the door, and he's directly in the path you wanted to take. Yeah, it's yeah. It, it's a lot of fun. I, I think I 100%ed it in like nine hours. Wow. wow. Not, uh, have not you, crazy long. Have you played any of the other 2D Metroids? I played Super Metroid, I think. Super Metroid. Okay. I think that is, was the it, one I played. is it similar to that? Or? I mean, definitely similar. It controls way better. Obviously. Sure. I mean, way it's a lot newer. newer. The, the controls are actually really nice. There is one okay. exception, which is the, the spin jump. Mm-hmm. I don't like that there's like a timing to it. it sure. It okay. was hard to get used to mm-hmm. for a while. But everything else, man, it controls really nicely. It's it's a lot of fun to just Feels play. very good, like wall bouncing off stuff. Uh, yep. Parrying things in combat feels real nice. So make yeah, you yeah, feel yeah. like Metroid? Mm-hmm. They have the parry mm-hmm. mechanic from, I think, one of the more recent previous games. Uh, Samus Returns added it, yeah. Fun. Yeah, which is a lot of fun. It makes combat way more enjoyable. Yeah. Cool. Uh, after that, I moved on to a different... Hesitate to call it a Metroidvania. I think it is, but kind of iffy. It's a game called Unsighted. They top down hack and slash kind of Metroidvania with like vertical platforming, even though it's top down. It sounds frustrating. It's weird. It's not frustrating to play or anything. The combat actually is quite fun. It's just hack and slash with a, you have like a backup ranged weapon. There's a dodge and a there's a jump mechanic you can use in combat also as a second dodge almost. And sure. a parry. So that's always nice. It has there's one kind of unique mechanic in this game that I've not seen elsewhere. And so in the story, everyone are these robots that were given sentience. Sure. And they all are slowly powering down. So everyone you talk to has a listed hours of runtime left. Until they die. And you can find items that increase people by 24 hours at a time. And you have to, like, pick and choose who you're giving them to in order to keep them alive. So, like, the, the guy that upgrades your weapons, he starts out with, like, 60 hours or 80 hours. So you got to pretty quickly bring him back some, some stuff to make them last longer. Otherwise, you just can't upgrade your weapons anymore. It's pretty interesting. Really, yeah. It also means that if you just take too long in areas, somebody might die. So does it does it run on real world time or in game time? No, in game time. Hour, okay. Hours aren't very long in in game time. I'd say that maybe because I was going to say sixty hours. Like that shouldn't be a problem, right? <laughs> right, right. But no, an hour is like maybe ten minutes of time in game. Okay, that's pretty scary, actually. Yeah. So things things tick down really fast, and it, I haven't gotten to somewhere. I have had a couple people die, but they're not people that I cared about really. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. So there's this old Jeez. old lady in a robot suit who you could like buy gear from, but you didn't really want to buy gear from her. 
old lady yeah whatever right damn am i right fellas the morals uh it does one thing that i also hate and that is so it you get like movement abilities right movement ability upgrades one of them is an ice grenade launcher in order to put little ice patches on water so you can jump across them the problem is you have to equip it to your weapon slot your ranged weapon slot and i hate when they do like abilities that let you traverse the area but they require that you equip them. Because then anytime I want to use it, I go in and equip it, or I just have to use it forever instead of my preferred ranged weapon. Sure. And that drives me insane. Is there no quick swapping between nope. those? Oh, yeah, that's pretty awful. Weapon. Yeah. It's... If they gave you like a selection wheel so that you could make it quickly and then you could right. navigate that way, that'd be fine. But the fact you have to go in your inventory is... Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like such a bad design, mm. piece of design. Yeah. So it's really irritating. But the rest of the game has been a lot of fun so far. I haven't finished it yet. Hoping to soon. Uh, I've also been playing this game called DAP. I played the demo a while back. Finally picked it up. Uh, I came out recently, actually. It's a it's a spoopy game. Ooh. You're uh, you're just a little a little guy just called little DAP guy. running around in this creepy, really atmospheric area. And you're finding other little guys called Dap, and you just say Dap Dap to them, and they start following you, and they say Dap Dap all the time. It's kind of adorable. <laughs> dap Dap. I'm yep. dapper. Yo, we'll um, dap and up. then you meet like corrupted ones that you have to fight, and it gets the game gets really creepy. I I like it a lot. I've been having a lot of fun during this October spooky times playing it. It's oh, just nice. a little adventure with a, some some light action elements. Uh, Gosh, it's October. What? Yeah. It's October. October. You got to play mm-hmm. spoopy games, right? Mm-hmm. It's true. Mm-hmm. Indeed. It's the rules. Uh, I'm going to skip this next one. We'll just go on to 2D and Top D. Wow. Yeah. Well, I've been, I've been here for a bit. Uh, so 2D and Top <laughs> D is a little puzzle game with a neat mechanic where you control two characters, 2D and Top D. In 2D, when you're controlling 2D, the game is side-scrolling, two-dimensional platforming kind of look to ah. it. And when you control it, when you swap to top D, it freezes 2D in place, and the camera shifts just just like slightly angles away from you, so that everything that was two-dimensional this direction turns and is like two-dimensional top D. Top down? Yeah, top down view. So top dimensional. The platforms mm-hmm. that 2D is jumping across, you swap to top D and you can like grab them and move them around. But you have to like work together between the two to to unlock the door and escape into the next puzzle. Oh, that's fun. It's, it's pretty neat. I've been having a lot of fun with it. I think I'm close to finishing it. Some a couple of the bosses are kind of frustrating because they're, they're kind of difficult and it's only one hit and then you gotta restart the entire boss. Oof. Yeah. I presume this is only single player because the other character freezes when you swap dimensions. You can play two player? That'd be weird if you did, though, I guess. Pretty sure you just control the one character and the other person's frozen. Mm, I just wait. Nice. Yeah, just wait. (laughs) Fun. Just pause. It'll be fine. You'll get to play again, I promise. I paused and I was like, oh, maybe I should play this with somebody. And I was like, that that seems horrible, actually. I mean, it's not great. uh, Like, when you start describing it, it sounds like it's going to be a game like uh, Ibn Ab or, uh, you know, any any game where you play as two characters and you go do something. But the fact that it freezes one and you go play the other is. I mean, because right. no way. Hey, yo. Be any fun. Hot take. Ibn Ab 2, where's that? I want it. <laughs> That's the hot take? Yep. 
Watch what my a, hot take. Yeah, it would not have been game. What, what I feel like warm of a take. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you got to get on the Owen level of hot takes. It's a freaking yeah, really good co-op concept that should be explored more. I, think. I don't know. That's a hot take. I think that's just like that's yeah, it's hot yeah. take, dude. Nobody that's agrees with me. Everybody disagree with me right now. You considering it a hot take is more of a hot take. <laughs> I noticed Caleb. in uh, your games list, Caleb, you don't have Inscription. Does that mean you haven't, haven't played it yet? I haven't played it yet. Oh my god! Very gosh. excited too. Very excited too. I can't believe you haven't played it yet. I've seen a lot of people call it their game of the year. So. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know people liked it that much yet. That's, oh yeah, that's dude. great. Because it just came out, I think. Overwhelmingly right. positive on Steam. Man, I'm so excited. <laughs> Looks like a creepy rug-like. Yeah. Yes. I noticed that both of the last two games you listed, uh, 2D and Top D, and whatever the one was that you didn't talk about it, I can't remember the name of because it, it was long. Curse Leviathan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Both of them look like the most colorful games. <laughs> like just, here, have a rainbow color palette. Have fun. Yeah, yeah. And then you look at Dap, and it's like all a muted green color. <laughs> yeah. All of yeah. it. Dap, Dap. Dap, Dap. Dap, Dap. But Dap's really good if you want a creepy game for right now. Dap. All right. Yep. Uh, Jake, let's move on to you. What have you been playing lately? All right. So I, this is, I'm finally going to talk about, I've been playing platformers, just like platform games kind of generally. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's kind of all I've been playing. So I'm going to just talk about all the ones that I've been playing. Uh, I picked up, I finally started playing the Spyro Reignited trilogy. Yeah. Uh, I've actually, I've never played Spyro before now. Uh, Great. it's not, it's not really much of a platformer, huh? <laughs> you really just kind of, you kind of just run around and pick up gems. That's kind of the whole game. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's it's fine. It's okay. It's fun in kind of like a mindless way, where it's like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna run around, and pick up, and pick up gems, and then go somewhere else to get some new gems. Yeah. The second probably, game is my favorite of the trilogy. You probably have to have nostalgia for it. I was just gonna say, I think it's That's, very much a. I'll believe that. Even do you think even for me, it's it's not bad. The first think, one's pretty rough. Do you think people <laughs> can go back and play the like or not go back? Do you think people can play the new the crash games? Now, having never yes. played them in the past, and be like, these are amazing. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I have I've played Crash One's pretty rough, but Crash Two's yeah. actually pretty fun. And I've never I've never played Crash Bandicoot. Yo, don't you be hating oh. on Crash One? <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's this little little too no. frustrating. It's just <laughs> the levels where you're running directly towards Listen. yourself. And those suck, it's, but also just the collision detection so like landing on things. It's a souls like of the crash. Oh my gosh. It's the souls like of the souls like of pretty platformers. Oh, it's so bad. Uh but in the realm of 3D platformers, I also finally finished A Hat in Time. Nice. It's a freaking amazing 3D platformer. I don't know why I slept on this for so long. I freaking love this game. It's so fun. Uh, I don't. I feel like I don't have a whole lot to say about. It's kind of hard to dislike. It's very game, fun and colorful. The game also has co-op, which I've always wanted to like it do does. with somebody. But yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't have any uh. friends, so I didn't play it that way. But it was. <laughs> it was really, really fun. What's I only the... played a couple hours of it. It was fun. I just dropped it for something else and never went back. It's... What's the premise? Uh, it's basically um, you're like a timekeeper type person. The setup's kind of vague, but you basically like your ship is broken. You got to go get all these time pieces they're like hourglasses it's basically super mario 64. okay they're worlds you go you get the thingy yeah there are different like missions you can do you jump on stuff yeah, yeah okay yeah jumping on the stuff. boss fights are pretty cool on them yeah you run jump dive uh there's one like oh so it's dodgeball <laughs> yeah yeah you got it you got it you can dodge a wrench 
There's one like spooky level that's really fun. Uh, you like you sign a contract and give away your soul, and so you gotta like go through all this shit to get your soul back. It's really fun. It's a really that's good cool. game. No, I, I ended up liking it a, a whole lot more than I thought I would. So I'm glad I went back to it. Uh, and then I've also these are these I've kind of just been playing kind of in the background. I haven't talked about them yet because I wanted to do like a whole platformer thing. I played Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze, which is a 2D platformer on the Switch. And I don't like it as much as a lot of people do. A lot of people really, really love this game. And I get why. It's got really good design. I feel like the issue with it for me is that the movement's a little simplistic. Uh, You can kind of, you can roll, like the main like tech to it is you can roll as like an attack. But if you jump out of it, you keep that momentum so you can go like super duper far. Nice. I feel like the game's never like, okay, here's where you need that or you're not going to make it. It's usually just like way overkill to make a jump really easy. Mm. So like I didn't I didn't I didn't dislike it, but I feel like it didn't live up to its potential. I feel like it could have been better if it was a little bit harder. Needs to take notes from like with that mechanic in mind. I mean, sometimes sometimes it is. It's like there's one way to do it. Or if you roll jump, you can get there like way easier. There's some like more difficult collectibles you can get. Yeah, I don't. There's a lot of stuff in here that kind of leaves me scratching my head. Like the bosses are like really long and really difficult. Like you basically you have at best four hits before you die. And the bosses, the bosses can take like a very long time. And if you die, it's way back to the start, mm-hmm. which is really fr- especially since it's not like it's not like Dark Souls where like you can kind of find openings and hit them. It's usually like you dodge stuff for a minute straight and then you have one chance to hit them. And if you don't hit them in that chance, you got dodge stuff for another minute. So dodging stuff for like five minutes, dying and having to do it all again is really frustrating. I do like that you confirmed this game's not like Dark Souls. We have it one is of those not like Dark Souls. Nope. Mm-mm. It's important to confirm. Uh, and then the last platform I've been playing is my favorite one, Rayman Legends. I've also been playing it on Switch. It's a 2D platformer and it's fucking great. It's so, it's so good. It's so Better good. Better than Hat in Time? Uh, I mean, this one's 2D instead of 3D, but also, yes, better okay. than A Hat in Time. Wow. Because uh, A Hat in Time has kind of a similar problem, I guess, a little bit to Donkey Kong Country, where there's a dive move, and a lot of the platforming assumes you're not going to be very good at the dive move. Mm-hmm. But if you're halfway decent at the dive move, it's pretty freaking easy to just dive move your way through a whole level and skip whole sections. So definitely not precision platformers. Not really. Rayman Legends, on the other hand... It's just really good. It's got a run button, which I always appreciate. Let you get through those levels a little bit quicker. It's bright and colorful. And like the last level of each like set of levels is like a musical level, which is the coolest fucking thing. You're like running through a level and the background music's going and you're like platforming off of stuff in time to the music. Ooh, it's cool. oh, it's so good. It's so good, dude. The way the characters are drawn and move makes it feel like it doesn't control as well as it does it's, because it can, like the yeah. way their motion is it's no weird. for sure but it, it i think it handles like a dream i think it's excellent uh another thing they do that i really appreciate so a lot a lot of platformers have like pickups you can get but with rayman legends you have like a string of collectibles to get but the first one is pink and if you grab them in order they basically once you collect the first one the second one will turn pink and the pink ones are worth twice as much right so mm. the idea is you want to keep that flow going of getting them all in the right order. Because if you miss the first one and get the second one, they all turn yellow. You don't get the special one anymore. Mm. 
So it kind of just encourages you to kind of follow this nice flow that the level's laid out in. I don't know. It's, it's just so nice. It's that so sounds good. Fun. I recommend it so much. It's actually on sale on Epic. Plug for Rayman Legends. Go buy it. It's so good. <laughs> Did you know A Hat in Time? I do. Yeah, I am. That's me. A Hat in Time and Mario Odyssey came out the same month. Really? Uh, I did know that. That's I wonder magic. how That's mad tough. A Hat in Time de- dev was <laughs> when they were like, oh, a big name Nintendo 3D platformer that's hat-based, released the same month as us. <laughs> yeah, no, that's rough, buddy. Uh, that is rough. All right, last but not least, Chad, let's talk about the game that you have been playing. Because I'm pretty <laughs> sure you played one game since our last podcast, and only one. Uh, actually, we played Dota together. Oh, yeah, that's true. It, we true. had like a little bit of Dota. A little bit of Dota just bonding. Just a teeny tiny bit. It was like just, just sprinkled in yeah, there with uh, so... a whole bunch of something else. I don't remember how many hours I said I played last podcast. You had 163 hours last podcast. Well, I have 227 now. Oh, no, sorry. 163 is in a week. You had like 120 something. Okay. Got you. All right. So, new world. Mm -hmm. Nothing really, like, from the last podcast, nothing really, like, mind-boggling or anything that I can really talk about with this. There's a couple bug fixes that Amazon's done. It's kind of interesting. All of the endgame content seems to be very buggy and like they didn't expect people to be sweaty nerds and actually sit on the game for <laughs> 227 plus there was a guy that was talking to me he was like you have 350 hours in this game i was like jeez so Wake up, play um, new world go to sleep repeat yeah so basically uh in this game there's like azos stats that you use to close corruption corruption is the main boss basically of the game uh you have to go around to each map and corruption's popping up you have to close them with your azos staff uh, you go through quest lines to improve the staff to different tiers. Uh, tier four and five were just straight bugged. So usually what happens is when you go through the tier uh, one to two quest, you get rid of your tier one staff. It leaves your inventory. You have tier two staff in your inventory. Uh, tier, uh, between tier two and three, it does the same thing. Tier two leaves your inventory. Tier What ha- happened between tier three and tier four is that you just... You just kept the staff in your inventory somehow, and it just bugged out. You couldn't close anything. Uh, level 55 or above. So you're pretty much stuck at 40, level 45 corruption, and it's maximum 65. So it was kind of sad that there was a lot of issues there. Um, the, uh, what is it called? The Outpost Rush, I think, is a 20-man v 20-man PvP combat that people, it's going to be like more casual players are going to be able to play a little bit more because you don't have to get signed up for a war. You could just jump in and matchmake. Uh, that's bugged. Uh, one of the bugs was people were ending up inside the outpost rush and glitching to where they couldn't get out of the outpost rush. So their character was just in limbo, um, mm. which is not great. Uh, no. There's other things like spawn rates and stuff like that that Amazon has to look into. Um if you're taking it slow and you know you're leveling up through the game, you know maybe you're around level like thirty or so. Game's probably phenomenal for you right now. Uh, just end game, just take it slower. End game's not great. Um, some of the happenings that happen on my server that I actually wanted to kind of dig into a little bit with the you know story time is there's been some drama going on. Drama. It, you know, you, you got oh. that you got the Eve online kind of drama going on. on um so basically what ended up happening was um there is different factions in the game so there's a you know marauder syndicate and covenant so that's green purple and yellow uh the syndicate 
is very very large on our server and for some reason one of the guilds in our uh or companies on our server in the syndicate decided it'd be funny to completely destroy and delete the entirety of the syndicate's discord so they they had a war with the green the same day that they basically did this and the rest of the syndicate were like well screw you we're not going to help you and so we just got a free territory basically and so green now has two territories instead of the one that we got shrunk down to because we kept getting attacked um so i i was like wow this is like that would happen in real life where people are like you did scummy things we're not going to help you and then you know territories get taken so it's been a fun fun event it sounds, it sounds like an Eve online story. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Alex. I was like, it sounds like something I would read about Eve. Yeah. yeah. So, um, there's different like alliances and stuff, and and different like drama talks and such with like different factions. Uh, finally, somebody made an actual uh, server Discord to where we can actually like all come together with all factions. Uh, mm-hmm. And there's like a neutral party who made it. I don't know how how they're neutral, but it says neutral party, and so I'm like, all right, whatever. Um, Wait for they, a different server. You probably maybe I don't know. Um, that'd be cool. Server transfers are coming in. They got bugged today, but some people have been able to use them. Uh, yeah, the other- economy's basically crashed, and everybody's bartering now. Yeah, it's weird. Like I keep, I haven't felt this just because I haven't been worried about like how the gold is spent or like I haven't bought a house. Um, just none of that. So I haven't really d- dug into the economy because I'm still just trying to push to sixty. Uh, and so after I got to 60, I was going to focus on like crafting and, um, the economy and stuff like, but I've been reading a lot about how, um, it's just the gold, you can't really get it. And then at that point, like there's not, there's nothing really like it's, it's so, so scarce that you can't really spend it in the trading post because you need to spend it on like taxes and stuff like that. So right. people are like, Hey, I have silver bars. Can I get like you know, X, Y, Z. Um, I haven't seen that on my server yet. And I think it's because a lot of us are still just leveling, but I think in the bigger, more populated servers, uh, the ones that are like queue times and such, they're actually feeling that happen to them. Um, another happening is on my faction, there was a bunch of trolls and we were losing. So it was even more heated. Uh, and they all kind of like dispersed to other factions. And so we're kind of in that, uh, comeback kid story faction and, and it's more like tame now and people are kind of chill and uh, you start seeing names of people who used to be on our faction and they're in other factions now uh, and you can beat them up. It's kind of fun. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Cool. Um, let's jump in and talk about some other game related things. One big game we need to talk about because it did release also a couple of uh, Additional updates, but let's start with Back for Blood, yeah. which just recently released. I know multiple of us have been playing. I don't know who wants to start talking about this first. Uh, may, may I? Owen. Go, Owen. Go, Owen. I feel like you played a crap ton of Back for Blood. Uh, what's my playtime on it? I haven't played as much as I'd like to because I'm trying to like stop myself from going too far without you all. <laughs> I'm at 34 hours right now, which isn't a ton. Holy crap! Isn't it not a ton? Time. Just just a few hours. When I mean, like to, to be fair, uh, oh, you had it early, also. We, yeah, I also had it early. Um, but also, like to be fair, like I think in that same time, I would put probably a good ten to fifteen hours onto Apex that I was like purposely 
I was like, no, I'm going to stop playing Back for Blood and I'm going to play Apex just so that way I'm not like speeding through the entire game. Um, but yeah, so Back for Blood, it's Left for Dead with cards and it's really good. Uh, I've been enjoying it immensely. Um, I think that there definitely is some issues with the um, like kind of like pickup game system when you don't have a set of four. Um, I think that there's some issues with that just because like I'm trying to play on veteran uh, and there's a lot of people going into act one on veteran and nightmare and they just installed the game. And so uh-huh. you get thrown into these lobbies and they're just like, you know, and you mark yourself that you're like, okay, I want to be in a lobby with people that have played before. I want to be in a lobby of people that have voice chat. And you can just get thrown in lobbies of like, nobody's got voice chat. They haven't played before. They're hitting every single horde imaginable and just like <laughs> sitting in a corner and getting themselves killed. No one's pinging anything. And then I, I'm trying to like communicate with them and I'm like using voice or in chat. And I'm just like, hey, like, can you ping things so I can help you out? Like, why are you still back there? Like, can you, what's going on? And they're like, oh, this is my first time playing. And I'm just like, why are you playing on the hardest difficulties and like some of the hardest shit with this is your first time playing? Like, you should definitely be doing recruit or veteran with people that know that and can help you, not Mm. just going into a group of a bunch of randoms because that seems like it's, designed to then have toxic situations happen i mean this game feel like feels like your spider-man it feels like uh <laughs> you 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 get in a situation where if you get in with a random they can easily just wreck the entire game mm-hmm. if they yeah. just i mean you Open cannot all the you, alarm doors yeah you spook all the birds. birds and i've i've had yeah. that happen of just like someone will join into my my playthrough and i'm like okay whatever you know i'm just running through this on my own uh you know welcome or whatever and like they'll literally just like trigger three hordes whether on purpose or on accident get down and then leave the lobby they won't yeah, even perfect. wait for anybody to go and pick them up or to rescue them later if they've like completely been knocked out they just like fuck everything up and then leave and i'm just like why not stay like i'm <laughs> no not penalties for leaving there's no penalties for leaving but there's no yeah. bonus for you to have like you only get points at the end of the match Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, why join into a match, f- you know, like, do whatever and not stay until the end so you get paid? You know, you get de- the, the supply points. I, that, that just seems weird to me because at that point I'm just like, well, now you've wasted your time because you were here for, like, 20 <laughs> minutes fucking everything up. And now you've wasted my time because I got to restart this again. Like, it's just, it's just weird. I don't know why you do that. But when you play with your friends, this game is fucking awesome. I don't know. I was playing with friends. I had this guy. He was like, he played for like thirty some odd hours, but he scared <laughs> all the birds constantly. <laughs> oh, yeah, I don't know about that. I, yeah, was, I think I was playing with a similar guy. I was <laughs> making some mistakes. I've made some mistakes. <laughs> I, when when I started playing it, we just put it on veteran because in the beta that was the way to go. And actually, the released version seems much harder. Crazy hard on veteran. It is much okay. harder. I, it I, has I, gotten easier they already yes. put on an update there's less special spawn now really why yeah. no because so across it, all the difficulties yeah when, when, because when was that update it was like a week after it released yeah okay it happened like three or four days ago Early, because yeah. when the game came out and i was playing on veteran like 
before the because I got it early, so before the, the the game was released, and then a couple days after, you'd have like six specials all at once. Oh yeah, and, and when yeah. that roll happened, you just that was the end of your game. There was nothing you could do because you could like try to kill a couple of them, but then the other ones would pick you up, or the other ones would come in and like mm-hmm. throw bile on you and then charge at you and everything. And it was just it was just way too much going on. You gotta get I, good, dude. I will say, in terms of difficulty, I think the corruption cards in this game are the coolest mechanic for Back 4 oh, Blood. Oh, yeah. Period. Yeah. Um, Very cool. And if you haven't played corruption cards, are basically you, you draw from this deck of corruption cards, essentially, and you just get things, modifiers to the way the game is played, make it usually more difficult. Yeah, but, you get like an armor type of special, right. or base enemies have more health, or you can get mist. Oh my gosh, the mist is the mist. worst. Mm. Uh, so you, you can just get freaking uh, an extra ogre. Yep. Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, you can get, uh, you know, the, the regular guys are stronger, or you get a whole bunch of extra birds. What but, was the, the, the thing that insta-kills you if it gets near you? Um, the hag. hag. The hag. Uh, I, I haven't experienced that one yet. Yeah. I will say, though, just based on the limited corruption cards we've had, a level can feel so dramatically different. We played uh, whatever the level is where you first see the ogre. The f- mm-hmm. I think that was the yeah whatever it's, regardless it's the, it doesn't matter yeah we we had three corruption cards the first time we did it and it was freaking impossible and we lost out we weren't able to even do the continue we come back we played again we drew one corruption card this time and I think it was like I don't know the enemies do two damage instead of one or <laughs> you know the normal ridden and it was like a freaking cakewalk in comparison it's crazy uh-huh. how different that can make it so I was looking at some of the things that you can do via Twitch inside of the game. And somebody set up a thing that you can have Twitch pick the cards that you're using from your deck for your build, which I thought was really cool. And I want them to build that further with Turtle Rock to pick corruption cards, Mm because I feel like that would be a very fun way to watch and play this on Twitch. Oh, yeah. Is that have the people in your Twitch audience to pick your your corruption. So that way you're like, ah, shit, like... They gave me fog, so now like this is gonna be way harder. Or you know, the the audience wants an ogre, so now I gotta take out an ogre. Do they have like mechanics for custom lobbies? You can select corruption cards to, to play against. Currently, you do not have an option to do that, and that's why I'm saying that they need to work with Turtle Rock because right. I feel like that would be a lot of fun in any update. Is being able to have the thing and just being like, "Yo, let somebody else pick the corruption that we fight." That will be awesome i feel like that would also build in like extra levels of challenge for people you know like i'm sure people love streaming this game already but if there's like a all right if you play with these five corruption cards this freaking you know veteran on this level is just basically impossible and then you're gonna have people competing against you know trying to do it with those specific five corruption i think that'd be fun because then you can specifically spell out here's the difficulty i'm doing on this level i know people have done this and not been able to accomplish it let's at least try it it seems like one of the um uh, like the skulls from Halo, when like right. there would be mm-hmm. achievements or things that were just like, hey, you know, if you can manage to do, uh, you know, legendary all skulls on, like, you know, wow, you're so good at Halo. And so if there was something like this of just being like, yo, do it on Nightmare with all corruption <laughs> cards on, yeah, like that would be fucking insane. I would love to try that. So thirty thirty whatever hours in thirty four is that what you said I think yeah thirty four hours in um how far have you actually made it in this game uh I am like I said since I've been trying to stall myself I am 
uh, in Act midway through Act Two. I've been okay. playing through Act One a lot, so that way I'm not like breezing past through things. Uh, and I think that's also part of the reason why I have the issues that I have been having is because uh, Act Two, Three, and Four you cannot play until you've done the previous ones. Sure. And so like oh, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm playing Act 1 on Veteran. I'm going to have the people that have never played the game before, whereas if I did Act 2 on Veteran, that instantly solves the problem. They would have at right. least had to do it on Recruit and would have some knowledge of the game. So I'm sure yeah. it does get better. Uh, but like I said, I've just been trying to not grind through it and get all of the cards and also just like have something to look forward to and just kind of progress I think like pretty much I've been playing uh for two or three hours on the weekends to just like that's my progression day that I do new story. Otherwise yeah. I just play what I've already done. It's a solid game. Uh, yeah. It's a, a lot, lot of fun. fun to play. It's I, I've read people have a lot of issues with the PvP mode and yeah. the solo mode looks terrible because you get no progression. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Oh I, I don't know who would play that game PvP that's, anyway. Like yeah, you're not there that's... to play that game for that reason. It yeah. also I mean, just that's, seems that's like playing uh, Doom and going and playing the PvP in Doom. I'm like, all right, okay, sure, but you're there for the story. PvP and Doom for the... looks cool. Yeah, it looks cool. Yes, <laughs> it also but it's not seems... freaking. Nobody ever played it with me. Oh my gosh, Alex! <laughs> I, I don't I, I know that solo... was going to come up if I made I mentioned it. There shouldn't be a reason the solo mode restricts yeah. your progress. That seems yeah, that's kind of weird. Ridiculous. It is, it it's weird. dumb. I personally, I find it hard to get worked up about it because who who is buying this four player co op game to play it alone? Yeah, I mean, I feel like it wouldn't even with. be fun you just alone. Want to play it. Yeah, there was a, I, like... I saw a lot of things on Reddit that people were doing exactly that. I'm just being like, I bought this game to have a good time killing zombies, and now it's requiring me to be online and play with others, and I don't like that. I just, I don't. I think no matter what, if you were playing it alone, I don't think you would have a very good experience. Not, not. I'm not excusing them. Right. Mm -hmm. Obviously, like they shouldn't do that thing they did. But at the same time, I can't even pretend to care about it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, like, Loki, the bots are really good. Like, uh, yeah, uh, there is there are several sections in Act One that if you had three bots, you do not have to fire the gun at all. You can just walk wow. straight through it and the bots will carry you. I think the benefit of even having one bot is nice. They just heal you and give you ammo if you're low. Which I find well, weird. The the thing about the bosses is so they have an infinite supply of ammo. They have uh, reduced damage coming in. So they only really take damage against specials or like when there's hordes. But even then it's reduced to what a normal person would have taken. Um, they always try to heal you. And there was something else. It's like they just have like really good aim. Oh, right. And the last thing is that they ping shit, which is just... <laughs> That's if you're great. playing this game at all, ping things. Mm -hmm. It makes it so much easier because of the amount of times I'm in a lobby and people are just like, oh, there's a spitter over there. And I'm just like, where? Please ping it. Because then everyone will know exactly where it is and what you're talking about. Solid game. Back yeah. for Blood. Check it out if you liked Left 4 Dead. Um, this is just that, just better. Yeah, a couple, couple extra mechanics. Yep, yep. It's very neat, very neat. Uh, Chad, let's talk about a couple game updates here, shall we? Yeah, so I'm very confused about this first one. Um, I got texted the other day from a friend. He's like, what? Why are big streamers playing the cycle again? And I was like, I have no idea. Because if they actually did what... Like, I, I'd recently played this game maybe like a year back. 
And I was like, dang, they like changed the movements. Uh, the point system was a, a little bit like edited. And it just felt whack, right? Turns out they completely scrapped the model and they went with a more Tarkov feel. But it's this, it's aliens. It's it's still on like the cycle like feel. It's still the the random planet that's kind of like Destiny like. Um, and it's but it's like Tarkovy, where you you like come in with a loadout and then you can lose your loadout. I I don't understand it honestly. Like I feel like their game was perfect way back. I mean I guess it wasn't because nobody really played it, but I really enjoyed it. Um, but yeah, so you can actually get into the beta. It's supposed to be coming out full release in 2022, but God knows what ha- was is happening with this game. Uh, it's been in like alpha stages for years now. <laughs> is it going to be another Pray for the Gods? Oh my lord! So I guess that's a good segue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Pray for the Gods. I didn't even realize, and you know, I've been a long time listener. I've been talking about this game for uh, <laughs> like the whole. What, podcast. I think ten years. I you mentioned it on the first podcast. Yeah, yeah, guys, new games coming out. Pray for uh, the God. Oh, back then it was called. It was still so, Pray for the Gods, but it was just spelled. Yeah, actually, they had that like. They yeah. had like like patent fight and like, uh-huh. yeah. pray the game pray. Good times. It was like yo, get away from me. Which actually, if you go look at their marketing, it's still P R E Y. Like they oh they still have those images. Anyways, <laughs> um, games out full release at like around April or June time. Like it actually came out. Uh, I didn't realize this. But I had played through the game probably maybe two months prior to that or something like that and got like beat it as much as I could. And I was like, all right, I'll, I'll play it again when it comes out full release. So I got to go revisit that game and, and play through it. And if you want a game that's like Shadow of the Colossus, it's pretty dank. Pray for the Gods is your game. It's uh, They flushed out some stuff. So um, you actually got some nice movements. Uh, there's lock on now. There wasn't lock on when I was playing. Um, Seems like they optimized it a little bit. So, good game. Good game. Nice. And then there's uh, GTFO, which is an amazing game. Um, and I guess they updated it to, and there was like a rebirth update or something like that, which is like uh, they've been, you know, in stages kind of releasing different. Um, what, what is the, the descent? The rundowns. The rundowns. Yeah, yeah. So, this is like a different rundown that they added. It's like 005 or something like that. Um, so, they extended that in like June. So, this is kind of old news. But the new news on this is uh, 1.0 is going to be releasing this year. And supposedly with this rebirth extended, uh, it got some significant beef to it. So even though it's already been optimized, and honestly, I think all of us have always said that this game runs incredibly well. Runs really well. uh, Supposedly it runs better now. So (laughs) seems pretty cool to to hear. Yeah, it coming coming out this year. Yeah, coming out this year. Man. Could be a 2021 uh, game of the year. Could be. Could it's be. a really freaking good game. Yeah, it's best, a lot of fun. Be, best fog I have ever seen in a video game. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I am good with those. <laughs> better than clears. the Back for Blood fog, eh? Better. Oh, dude. Uh, it, it, better. It's missed in Back for Blood. <laughs> it's, it's, it's both, Jake. It the is. card says both. <laughs> the card is called Mist, but it puts fog on the map. Oh, my gosh. Uh, let's talk about a few things in News World. Of course, these are all video game related things this time around, but uh, important to talk about all of them. Jake, let's start off with one of your favorite games, God of Four. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't like this game very much, but it is coming to PC, which Ooh. is cool. Yeah, I just I love I love that Sony's bringing games over to PC and I look forward yeah. to hearing when Bloodborne comes. 
Yeah, <laughs> all I care about is Bloodborne been... on PC, please. More also rumors Bloodborne about too. it recently. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there PC. have. They're put, they're bringing all their big stuff over. That and The Last right. of Us. Bloodborne's mm-hmm. the only one anyone cares about. I'm just gonna say, no one cares about right? other games. Bloodborne, Bloodborne was the like, important Spider-Man. It was like the oldest yeah. rumor, and it still hasn't surfaced for some reason. I just yeah. want to play Bloodborne in 60 frames per second. That's yeah. all <laughs> I want, Sony. Please, please take my money. Uh, if, if you have. If you haven't played God of God of War, uh, go play it. Maybe one of the best single player games in the past decade. I mean, just inc- absolutely incredible. Except I'll for that probably... one time when you go up the mountain <laughs> and then right back down, <laughs> walking That's the whole time. Not love it. The only the only bad part of the game, and after that, it's amazing. Too bad you stuff. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> I I'll probably end up buying it again on PC. To be honest. Wow. I mean, it's I'm sure it'll awesome look better. Game. I'm sure it'll look better. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm I, glad they're doing that, though. It doesn't seem like a replayable enough game. I probably won't pick it up on PC. I ended up watching a YouTube, like, cinematic playthrough. Mm. Wow, because, you're one of those, because, huh? because I played through, like, half of it, and then I moved out and didn't have the PS5. Mm-hmm. That and is so a good I was reason. Like, I was like, Rough. dang, I'm not going to buy a PS5 just to play this game, so let me just, you know, watch through it. And now they're releasing it for PC. How was that? Awesome. Forget what you watched. Forget what? I, yeah, yeah, I just can't yeah, forget yeah. that Easy stuff fix. was incredible. I can't forget that. It's still <laughs> it's still very important to play it. So just go mm. back and play it anyway. I still have to go beat the Valkyries, which I've never done. Oh, if I try to go back wow. and play that game now, I'm just gonna fucking get wrecked. <laughs> You're gonna get destroyed. <laughs> Frank just started uh, playing it on PlayStation. Oh, yeah, nice. man, freaking awesome game. He has like a good computer now too, so it's kind of disappointing that he just started playing it on PlayStation <laughs> yeah. now. I was just reading that uh, Christopher Judge was one of the reasons that the new God of War was delayed. He yeah, was in the hospital. Right. I don't remember what for specifically, but like he wasn't able to do a whole bunch of voice lines. So that's why the game is a wow. little more delayed than what they were supposed to. Yeah, he was like, "Hey, everybody, my fault." Don't yeah, that. some health related thing. I don't know how that would slow down production like that much. I don't know. Like you could, you could definitely have somebody like just stand in for the voice lines and then model mouth or whatever, and then replace the voice lines. Maybe. Or I'm sure there's plenty of work to do on the game besides things specifically pertaining to the voice. Mm, Listen, listen, listen. Here, here's what actually happened. Okay. (laughs) They had a ton of work to still do on the game. And then he got into the hospital and like, hey, can we use you as a scapegoat? He's like, go for it. <laughs> how long does it, I mean, how long does it realistically take to record the audio? The yeah, voice? But they gotta, they gotta well, model the scene to match the audio line. I guess. That's true. Like and every, if he doesn't every have, scene he's in. And if he doesn't, if it doesn't have the very specific like tempo of the way that he speaks, it will definitely not match up. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, it looks like back in August of 2019, apparently he lost the ability to walk, had back oh. surgery, both hips replaced, and knee surgery all at the same time. Holy and then he's crap. been going through. I think it has to do. I, I was reading earlier, but it has to do a lot with his time on Stargate. I guess he did a lot of his own stunts, Stun carried Stargate. a lot of people. Yeah. So uh, they just waited on him to finish rehab before they did the rest are of his voice lines. Are we sure he's just not a mechanical guy anymore? Like right now? <laughs> <Frick>. like, <laughs> I mean, he could be. Um, 
I want to step away for a second, but uh, let's skip on down to this other uh, news-related thing. I just want to talk about this. I think it's kind of interesting. Alex and I were talking about Far Cry 6 because we've played the last two Far Cries, and uh, it snuck in and just released without us paying attention. It's out. Neither one of us have bought this game yet. Uh, p- probably planning on playing it and beating the campaign. But Ready interestingly to go back enough, to a tropical island. Oh yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> like what one and three? Yeah, I mean that's just their go-to. Interestingly enough, though, this game specifically takes uh, eleven to twelve gigs of of RAM to render the HD texture pack, a VRAM, VRAM, which excuse me specifically yeah. is only available on uh, what uh, the thirty eighty Ti, the thirty ninety. Yeah. Anything else? I think surprisingly, there's a 12 gigabyte version of a 3060. Why? I don't think I'm making that up. <laughs> Why would they have a 12? <laughs> Why? That sounds familiar. Why would they make reason. a 3060, but they wouldn't make a 3070 with? Yeah, there's a 12 gigabyte 3060. Weird. But well, 3080, only 10 gigabytes. Yeah. But did NVIDIA just like, hey, we'll give you more money if you build a game specifically for the new no. flagship no, cards? No, no. It's the opposite. It's AMD in this case because their card has 12 gigs of VRAM. What? It's an AMD <laughs> okay. sponsored game, and, yes. and conveniently, it takes just enough memory to make a 3080 not like worth it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Everybody's wow. like, wow. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I just thought that was really interesting. Uh, <laughs> the 35 gig texture pack. That's a, that's, a, that's a lot of HD textures, boys, but apparently, it looks real good if you can get it to run. My 3080 Ti finally worth it. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> to play this one game <laughs> hey uh owen let's talk about one thing that uh you written here which uh seems a little bit outside of oh wait this, this is, is chad this never is mind wrong color. color wrong color wait, oh my gosh i look yeah. at the two blues and i'm like it's not seem like owen wow, but i'll dude. get it to him. i mean i'll Sweet. take i'll take a shot at it okay so there's this game <laughs> it's called call of duty yeah i yeah, got yeah. nothing else okay. all right war zone uh tweeted out the other day, it was like October 12th or something, like 12th, 13th, something like that. Uh, but it was just like, cheaters beware kind of thing. Oh, man, um, it was the best freaking tweet. It was, yeah, oh. it, it was. They were like way edgy with it. Yeah, it was like real bad because like we're coming for you, basically. And it's yeah. like, bro, <laughs> I'm sure they're going to try. Let's see if I how long? Uh, what is, yeah, hold on. Are you, you finding that crap? Yeah, I'm looking for the specific tweet because I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, all right. So. Basically, Call of Duty now has um, kernel level uh, anti-cheat. Yeah. So, oh, mm-hmm. so like all like this Valorant. time, people complaining yeah, like and like you know all this time that they could have been like releasing some some like I don't know some anti-cheat over the years. They finally came out with it, and it seems like it's doing okay. <laughs> I haven't I haven't re I haven't reinstalled or anything. Oh, well, I I haven't downloaded. I haven't clicked launch and played it because you know there's been a different game that's been taking up a bit of my time uh but i'm i'm real curious because uh i i think i could get pretty much like a win every time because cheaters were the only reason why i was losing you know <laughs> oh yeah obviously wait 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 wait. i thought you were going to talk about the news that this freaking anti-cheat was literally leaked the day after it was released that, did you not know this what? ricochet the source code was leaked so they're reverse engineering it Oh no way! Yes, I didn't even know that. I just, I just knew about because I, I haven't been keeping up of Warzone news. To be completely honest with you, I just knew like that just came out. So, yeah, wow. Uh, that's, that's some wild. guy, some guy, literally the day after it went 
I don't know if it was the day after it was announced or the day after it went live. It must have been the day after it was announced. Uh, was leaked, and it's a version that was a two-week-old driver signed build, but it seems like it's basically the same thing as running in the current game, so it's only a matter of time until it's broken, which right. I find... Okay. I mean, well, yeah. I don't, I don't even think it's in the game yet. Well, it may not be, but it's out there, and people are working on reverse engineering it literally as we speak. Uh, That's what I thought you were going to reference. That's funny. You have been playing a lot of New World, Chad. <laughs> so I, the way I read the tweet and the announcement was that, like, literally they were launching it like the next day. Uh, that's more towards Alex. Oh yeah, no, I don't think so. Ah, uh, okay, because I read, I read, I was like reading through like uh Reddit's and I was like reading through like the tweet and stuff like that, and people were like, "Thank God, I'll play tomorrow" or something, stuff like that. So I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. Then all I know is that there is a toxic anti. This is this is what you can take away from this factual. Ricochet is an anti-cheat kernel level and has been broken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Call of Duty games. Hey, speaking of Call of Duty, I did want to mention, um, if, if you guys don't watch Jacob Geller videos, he does like video essays on video games. He's, he's a very good YouTube channel. Anyway, he did one recently, uh, and it's titled, Does Call of Duty Believe in Anything? Mm. I've actually it's, seen this one. It is an excellent video where he talks about whether or not the developers of Call of Duty believe their games are political in nature. And then they show scenes from the recent Modern Warfare, and it is like, oh, come on, guys. Like, it couldn't be, it couldn't not be political. And then they go into, like, uh, he talks about how, or he shows footage of the devs, and they're talking about how they wanted to present a perspectiveless game. So they made, like, the main person you play as not really have, like, a, much of a personality so they can present it from your own perspective sort of thing. So it's a perspectiveless perspective of playing a game that is not political at all. It's very good. It's a very good video. You should, you should go watch it. It's quite hilarious to listen to the devs talk about what's important uh, content-wise in their game. I'll put a, I'll put a link in, uh, in, in the notes. Um, while you guys are all looking up information about this Ricochet leak, I'm sure Alex is going to find that I'm wrong somewhere. Act- Activision has said that they're totally okay with the leak and they expected it to happen. Oh. And, and that they totally expected advanced cheat cracker crackers to like break the first version hmm. so don't worry this is so, got under control yeah, this is all, this, under, is, all according this, to plan yeah yes. i was gonna say is this them saying yeah all according to plan exactly all according to plan it's yeah, totally yeah, fine sure. sure hey speaking of leaks we should probably mention dune which is in theaters literally today if you wanted to go watch it or officially releases in the united states tomorrow uh was leaked online so that's that's something. Um, it was released what a month ago internationally. Does that sound yeah. about right, Alex? Uh, and it's supposed to go live on HBO the same day it releases here in theaters. So interesting. Uh, film related world. Other things we should talk about though. A few of us went and watched uh, No Time to Die recently. Which, if nobody has seen it, it is the new James Bond movie. Daniel Craig's uh, last James Bond appearance. And is anybody else in this cast going to watch this movie? Does anybody care? Oh, and you're going to watch it? I'm going to watch it, but I know that there's like a big thing at the end, and go ahead and spoil it. I don't care. Uh, first of all, this is the longest James Bond movie ever. It's like two hours and f- almost 40 minutes. Uh, and at the very end, James Bond dies. Just wow, j- just dead. So there was time to die. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of bullshit. They, uh, man, that's... 
a good point, Jake. <laughs> I was complaining. Like, no I was in know. the theater, and several times they almost said the name of the movie, which I love when people do that. But they said like it said like time to die. They didn't say no time to die. I'm like, and then I would like lean over to Aaron. I'm like, no, it's no time to die. And then it actually makes perfect sense now because it is time to die. Wild. But if they'd have named it that, everyone would have known. So well, everyone would have known. Wouldn't have really worked. <laughs> I was a. Pr- <laughs> My mind's blown. Uh, did you like it, Alex? I thought it was a pretty solid movie. I I tentatively think it's my favorite. Really? Your favorite? Wow. Of yeah, of the current series oh. of Bond movies. Of Over the, Skyfall? Of Dan Craig ones. Yeah. Man. What um That's... what can I what like what's so good about it? What's um I don't know. It just had a vibe I was down with. Just had a vibe. I, I think the real thing is Remy Malik's in it, and Alex is just like, yeah. Remy Malik's yeah. in it, and he's like really good in it. And also, they used him well. Also, they still have Christoph Waltz in it. I mean, they used Christoph Waltz in this movie better than they used him in Spectre, right? where he was the main <laughs> villain. And he was in this movie all of like five minutes. They had like some iconic Jim very James Bondy scenes in it that I just feel like we're kind of like a love letter to the series as a whole. Yep. And okay. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. It was music was real much, good. It was very much. It went back to the roots of James Bond in, in a couple of those senses. Also the fact that you didn't really know what the end game of the main villain was. Like if you watch old James Bond movies, they're it's just like this arbitrary. I'm gonna take over the world, and I have nukes, or I have a giant space laser, or I have you know insert arbitrary mass destruction weapon. In this case, it was like I th- well, in this case, it was nanobots that <laughs> specifically can infect one person, but it's transferred uh-huh. from person to person until it finds the host. You know, like seven degrees of separation. So. You infect someone on the planet with these nanobots and it eventually makes its way. You know, there's no description of how they're powered, how they transfer, how many of them there are, if they reproduce. But whatever. Let's forget about that part. That doesn't matter. I also like really dumb like tech weapons. So there's that. The goal is for the nanobots to get to one specific person. Yeah, it's possible for them to do that. They can be coded to to like uh, they can be targeted to a single person or like an entire race of people, like depending on like how specific you want to get. Yeah, you did genome targeted. It's just like Metal Gear Solid Five. <laughs> it's stolen. It's stolen. I, it man, honestly, it seems like this movie was gonna be like somebody developed a virus and then the villain got the virus and then was gonna release it on the world. And I feel like post COVID, they were like, let's just change the whole thing to nanobots. <laughs> it'll 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 play with yeah. that. Trust me. If if you replace nanobots with the virus, the, the whole thing works the same way. So exactly they could have done that. Exactly the same. In fact, it doesn't even look like the weirdest part about this whole movie, I think, in terms of the nanobots, is like when you see them making them, they're like a whole bunch of people in like basically full suits like you'd see inside of a you know a place where they're like working on viruses suits. hazmat suits and they're in pools of water like fishing things out and then converting that into small capsules that look like this like almost like goop inside of a vial i'm like i don't know how this is nanobots but it's nanobots trust me it's sure. natural grown nanobots <laughs> i swear they changed it from fully organic post covid anyway uh, you really didn't get uh, back to my point. You really didn't like understand the the motivations of the the main villain, which I think is very like James Bond. He's just like trying to rescue the world from this 
faceless guy for a while until you until you meet him, figure out who he is. Um, it was a solid movie, though. It was a good a good sign off for Daniel Craig, I think. Mm. Um, anyway, also in film related news, I should probably mention the Uncharted trailer came out today. It did. Yeah, yeah, if you guys didn't see the Uncharted trailer, uh, you should go watch it. But the important part is Tom Holland has been revealed to be Nathan Drake. Which we knew already. That's yeah, that's, that's not that's been known for like ever. Oh, We've I thought that, that was a while. new thing. Wow. No, no, listen no, no, no. to the podcast once. <laughs> I never listen to us, guys. <laughs> yeah, we he said, said that the on the podcast. Yeah, Sorry, not revealed. Confirmed. It was like his, it's a first footage of him being Nathan Drake, correct? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it is the first footage, I guess. Probably considering we've seen no footage of this movie before now. <laughs> correct, but, yeah. correct, like, correct. We, confirmed. We've seen uh, stills of him as Nathan Drake already. Mm, 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 we mm. got um, wet clothes Nathan Drake in this trailer, mm, which is true. big important to the <laughs> video game series. So that's that's true. cool. I mean, there is there is a very spoilery Hollywood casting if we want to talk about, yo, someone's being casted into a new series. But I don't Boilery. know if we want to go there. What does anything spoilery. you just said mean? Yeah. I didn't follow it at all. What? <laughs> if it's one spoilery, of the, one of the, I don't want it. Stop. It, it, is, it is spoilery because one of the apparently... the people is a spoiler? It, it, so, Eternals oh, did their Downey premiere. Oh, is going to be back in a Eternals did their gotcha. premiere, and of course there's post-credit scenes, and oh. a celebrity shows up in one of the post-credit scenes, and everyone's like, oh, this celebrity is going to be playing blah da in future movies. Oh, no. No one to know. Don't yep. know. Yeah. That's a no, post-credit thanks. Marvel scene. I can't do it. Yeah. It's but Uncharted's I, in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, exactly. what happened? Hello? <laughs> Have you seen Nathan Drake? Song? I mean, that man could do anything. I don't understand where how he got to Eternals. Is this related to, was it related to Uncharted still? It was yeah, it was it was related to the casting oh, okay. thing of just being okay. like, oh hey, <laughs> what you said was so vague it well, could have been about literally I'm anything. trying to I don't not really... spoil it for you as it was spoiled for me. I don't Please. know what you're talking about, so I don't think I am able to spoil it, but I will say Mark Wahlberg is Sully, and that's like so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> he look he looks so bad in this movie as Sully. He doesn't look anything like Sully. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to be honest, I know nothing of the games, but I was very confused about Mark Wahlberg's character in there as a whole. Like, I mean, everyone have you else seen him in looked like game? a video game character, and then there was him. Yeah, it, it <laughs> looks so weird. It's supposed to be the age difference between those two, because it looks uh, big. large. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is supposed to be a large gap, but like... It's supposed to be because Nathan Drake is like an adult, Nathan Drake and Sully's is, like yeah, an old, old guy. Yeah, Sully's not an old like, dude in the game. Not like Drake's like... 17 and drake is like you know like 35 or something yeah it's <laughs> weird God. uh they have the car like they have several scenes that i feel like they lifted straight from the games like the cargo oh, plane yeah. scene cargo plane hmm. i wonder if they'll have more set pieces from the games in the movie that they haven't shown yet like i hope He's... they have the the train rail I was going to say, now, as as people that have played the game, do you think that's going to be awesome? Like, do you want to see things that you've already seen just done on cinema? Or do you want to see things that are like that, but different? I could take either. I feel like the games are designed to be so cinematic that making a movie is just kind of like, just do it. Just do the thing. I was about to say the same exact thing. I was like, I'm kind of like, this movie is going to be terrible. And the reason I believe that is because the game was a movie. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think the movie will be good. I honest. think I'd prefer it in movie format, though. Guys, game you know movie. that all movies movie that come out that were previously games, they're all good. 
That's just how <laughs> it true. works. Mm. Video game movies are mm. amazing. Mm. We've discussed this multiple times on the podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. No one can even name a video game movie that's bad. No, I can name several. It's impossible. No, you can't. Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Assassin's no, Creed's the go-to. Vader. Can't even uh, name a single one. This is embarrassing. Cut us, the someone cut us mic. Super Mario. <laughs> Dead or Alive. Second. Two Raiders Fighter. Right. They're all they're all excellent. Sonic's pretty good. Sonic oh, is pretty good. Sonic's real good, actually. See? And Mario's going to be even, bre- even better. Sorry, yeah, Brett. sure. You guys remember Prince of Persia? What a good movie. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I dude. actually really like that movie. Dick <laughs> Gyllenhaal. It's a good one. I'm not going to lie. Watching this trailer for Uncharted, it just looks like Kingsman. It does. <laughs> and, like, that shouldn't be what it looks like. Do, do you think they could have gotten uh, Taron Edgerton to play Nathan Drake and it would have been fine? The guy who plays... Literally Eggsy. I don't think Kingsman. so. No, you don't think so? Nah. I mean, I really like him. He's good. They should have just gone old Nathan Drake and picked like Nathan, Nathan Fillion, Fillion or <laughs> Nathan Fillion would be awesome. Yeah. Just done like a story that takes place like after the games or something. I think Chad agrees. I think he thinks that Taron Egerton could have done it. Look at his I face. Know, I don't even know who it. that is. <laughs> the, the Kingsman. Just Google the, the Kingsman. The main uh, yeah, the, the main dude. Yeah, he's the main guy. No, no. <laughs> oh, isn't there another Kingsman coming out? Yes. Uh, the King's there? Man. Yep. The Kingsman. Yeah. Man. That's right. Is that actually it? Yep. Yeah, it's yep. the King's I, Space it's Man. Hate. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. And it's a it's prequel. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's prequel. prequel. It's like the start of the Kingsman, right? Yep. yep. Very sure. excited. Very excited. Yeah, it sounds so good. So excited. You could have just cast Nolan North also. Yeah, oh. you could have actually. Yeah. Does he do like acting? Acting? acting. I've have seen you, him in yeah. certain things. He's he's have got you like seen small like, the TV movie, roles. The video game? <laughs> um, last but not least, let's wrap this thing up by saying, importantly, you guys should tune in for our extra life twenty four hour stream. If Hell you've yeah, actually made Mark. it to the end of the podcast, I'll be surprised. Good job. Uh, My segment. <laughs> My segment is literally twenty four hours of New World. Uh, oh shoot we are going to be doing our extra life 24 hour stream on november 13th which is a saturday um we will be playing from 4 20 a.m east coast time to 4 20 a.m on sunday morning east coast time very important start and stop times um playing a lot of games we had a blast last year i actually don't does anybody remember how much we raised offhand oh and you should yeah Uh, what is it (laughs) I don't know off the top. How of many my head. dollars Blowing short up. are we currently with all of the money that you've? Oh already... no, we're already, we already passed it. I, <laughs> I already raised enough that we're past what we did last year. Do you remember last nice. year when we were like, "All right, we need to make it a goal every year that we have to outraise what we did the previous year"? Yeah, yes. this, so I, it's basically, going to be a problem for 2022. Yeah. I, no, so basically, what what needs to happen is that uh, tournament that will hopefully cross our fingers happen next year. Uh, instead of Owen being like, hey, everybody sign up and nobody signing up, we need to <laughs> sign up and just do something because it lo- it seems like we could just win and it's it'll be fine. Yeah. Because otherwise, we're, this is going to be the outlier year. And I guess, you know, you could always just like subtract 3,000 and then just see there we whatever go. the increase would be since that was the, the amount that I won from the tournament. Yeah. That's um, what's up. Yeah, raised. but I'm already I'm already up to I'm already up two hundred dollars uh, of non-tournament money. That's also what's up. 
Yeah, we, we raised four thousand three hundred forty-one dollars and eighteen cents last year. There we go. It's actually four thousand four hundred. It's a lot of money, man. It's actually yeah. a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Um, we're gonna we're gonna easily surpass five thousand this year. So our that's, team that's... was ranked three ninety. Yeah, know, no, it's crazy. Up there. pretty good. Like I when when I was looking at some of the teams that were like past, there are like streamer like notable streamers that we are way above. And I was like, all right, we're doing all right. It is like ten of us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but true. it's still nice. Oh yeah. It was mostly our family and friends giving us the money that uh, you know. You know it's also all it, of it our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Wow, Alex. The important part is this money goes to a good cause. Um, this is for kids in children's hospitals. So make sure if you want to, uh, we would love for you to donate. We'd love for you to stop by. If nothing else, uh, we will be streaming on our stream on the 13th of November from, again, 4.20 a.m. East Coast to 4.20 a.m. on Sunday. That is Saturday, November 13th. Make sure you swing by, say hello, um, or donate. We'd love that, too. Yeah, Anyways. definitely please stop by, like, even if you can't donate, because the, the people that show up and are hanging out in chat are some of the uh, best uh, things that we really do have. I remember that uh, last year, uh, one of my friends was in my chat hanging out with me at four in the morning while we were starting off. And like that was it, it just it hit the heart very well of just being like, wow, this dude woke up early just to give me words of encouragement. Like, he's like, yeah, I got no money, but like, dude, like, you keep it up. Like, you know, strong start. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. Thank you so much for yeah. being awake this early with us. I think that was my only Facebook post in the past, like, eight years, too. So that that's exciting. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll probably I do that again. I don't post anything, but every year. There's just one <laughs> extra life. Post. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway. Anyway, uh, November I have... 13th, what? What, Chad? Two, what? What? Two, com- two comments for five minutes. No, no, no. no. two <laughs> comments. One, I just looked at our page, and somebody is named Cool Mom that gave fifty bucks already. That's yeah, amazing. Man. Thanks, Cool Mom. Thanks, cool Mom. Thanks, I, cool I mom. know who Cool Mom is, and <laughs> shout right. out to Faith. Super off topic. The entire podcast. I have had a USB device connecting it and disconnecting over and over oh, again, no. <laughs> and I am being driven insane. So yeah. I just wanted to, I just wanted to release that frustration into the ears you... of all of everybody right now. Are you sure it's not just Provoxy? It's not Provoxy. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it is. I bet it is. All right, I'm officially ending this by saying November 13th, check it out Extra Life. I'll post a link. Uh, please stop by, come donate, and we'll catch you next time. This week's podcast was edited by me, Aaron Juno. Other voices this week include Alex McCoslin, Chad McCoslin, Jake John Fetterkyle, Caleb Juno, and Owen Patterline. This week's music was again brought to you by Amer. You can check out his music on Spotify, or you can also check it out on soundcloud.com forward slash Amer. Additionally, you can check out everything that we do, We Are The Horizon, at our website, www.wearethehorizon.com. We have a lot of video posts as well as links to other content we've done in the past. 
We also have a couple new series that we've been working on, one for a custom Divinity campaign and another for a Pathfinder campaign that we've been working on. So make sure you check those out as well. Again, thanks so much for joining us, and we'll catch you next time.